Welcome to Knock Knock Who's There, a fitness podcast, the official voice of the Knock Academy, an online fitness experience. Each week, we will talk about current and popular fitness topics and keep it real by featuring our Academy members sharing the successes and struggles of their fitness journeys. We will also welcome fitness industry experts talking about a wide range of health and wellness topics. Thanks for joining us. Knock, knock, who's there? This is Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay. How's it going today? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Uh, So Lindsay is an Academy member for everyone tuning in today. She's going to take us through her fitness journey and we're going to dig in and unpack some stuff and it's just going to be another amazing conversation with someone from our community and just obviously looking to expand and build that community and for you to hear another great story. So Lindsay, we're going to start at the beginning because this is a really good place to start the conversation and obviously the journey. And I obviously am um, you know, very privileged to have heard some of your story already which is great, and but you're going to obviously tell it in a little bit more detail and obviously from uh, your perspective as well, you know, in the spoken word. So I want you to start with um, you know, where I think it's really important to dial in on is our influences with health and fitness. So you obviously have come to the point where you're at as a member of the Academy now. What does that journey look like throughout your life and how was that influenced by your early years? So just tell us a little bit about kind of your health, your wellness, your nutrition influences, what that kind of looked like, you know, what you did for activity, et cetera. And yeah, break it down for us. So I guess in my early years, um, when I was a kid, I was a really picky eater. Um, my grandparents especially liked to try and force food upon me that I never really liked too much. Um, I never liked to try new foods. Um, and then I guess like really like I'll, I'll go back a bit with my health part of it but um like I guess it, my food never really my food preferences and pickiness never really changed until I was kind of late in my teens and I was a little bit more open to trying new things and to be honest with you like pretty much I'll eat anything now I love food um but as a kid though like my uh my mom um, my mom was a single parent. My, my, my dad passed away when I was two. So, you know, my mom worked a full-time job and she did what she could. And, um, you know, I don't really remember too much, but I, we didn't eat junk or, you know, um, like crappy processed foods per se, but we never, we never really had salads or stuff like that. Um, but you know, it wasn't bad food either, but, um, you know, I was also limiting what I would allow myself to eat because I was so picky, but I'm so fortunate that, you know, friends, family have actually expanded my, my taste buds over the years, because I honestly don't know what I've been missing over so many years as a kid. Um, my health, uh, my mom, um, my mom had me into, um, things like swimming as a kid, um, you know, nothing competitive, just, you know, leisurely swimming lessons, um, she had me in softball as a child. Um, I was very clumsy, so I didn't get into too many sports as a kid. Didn't really have too much interest as a kid either. Didn't really enjoy um, gym class too much. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, it was very competitive, and I don't really think that there was much encouragement over to, you know, saying, you know, enjoy yourself while you're doing something as opposed to, you know, you have to be good to make it on this team or that team. Um, my mom over the years worked out here and there. She was fairly fit. 
Um, you know, and I've never been an, I was never an overweight child either. Um, but you know, I guess I also had the motivation of my grandparents as a young child too, because they were very, uh, very obese and they had very horrible, uh, eating habits. And so that actually was what something that drove me to later on in life, pursue a life of healthier choices and being more active. And I've said it to you before, I've said it many times, you know, I'm more active now in my late thirties than I even was in my twenties or teens. And, you know, I'm, I take more um, risks, I guess. I'm doing a lot of things that my, my friends don't do, but I always feel like, you know, you have one life, you never know when it'll be over. So do it while you can. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I was where when I was a kid to where I am now with my health and fitness and uh, my eating habits. Yeah, it, it's so powerful how even things that, you know, we don't, I mean, we do remember things from when being a kid, but I know when I look back, you have those very faint, distant memories. And a lot of that is obviously stories we're told as well, right? When we have conversations with people in our family, but it's so interesting how we hang on to things, right? Like you see, you know, the health of your grandparents and then that's always in the back of your mind and it could be drawn, driven by somebody else. It might be driven, like for me, for example, it was driven by my own health, not necessarily someone else I was seeing. It was kind of me and what I experienced and that was a big motivator for me, but it was all those years of growing up and the things that are imprinted on us that we don't necessarily like i think it takes a fairly a fairly i don't know if enlightens the right word but it sounds a bit woo woo but the it makes the more enlightened <laughs> person to realize right to look back and say oh i see where these kind of habits come from and even like the picky eating can come from that too right like you can you can maybe think oh well i don't want to eat too much or i don't want to eat those things because they might you know, affect my, my health or my weight or whatever it is that you're exposed to. So it's so impactful that, that that's imprinted on us, but it's also nice that you found, you know, I guess a, uh, a structure to the, you know, the way you exercise in your fitness. And you obviously mentioned that you do more now coming out of your childhood. What was your kind of, I guess your first experience outside of kind of softball and activity, obviously you said you saw your mum working out and, you know, you, you did some activity. What was your first kind of experience as a, let's say an adult, a teenager adult into kind of health and fitness? Like, was it a gym? Was it, you know, a fitness class? Was it more of a sport? And, and what was that experience like from someone that maybe hadn't done it kind of, you know, in more of like a, a regimen of that as a kid? I think I asked my mom to join a gym around, I want to say maybe age 16. Um, I don't know, like, I, I, I kind of joined the gym for, I guess, I was, I guess it was a bit depressed at the time, too, so it was a way of coping, it was a distraction, um, a release, too. Like, I didn't do too much, like, in high school, other than, I, I remember I slept a lot, and I worked, worked out a lot. Um, I wanted to kind of speed thing my, my high school years up a little bit, because I didn't really enjoy them too much. I didn't like my high school, I just... Um, I actually skipped a lot in uh, grade 11, but fortunately I ended up taking night school and ended up graduating a year early with all my OAC, OAC credits. Y'all remember what those used to be. Um, I just wanted the heck out of high school, but, uh, you know, I would skip school, go home and snooze and I would go to the gym and it made me feel good. Um, and also too, like when I was eight, 
2015, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and she almost, she was, she had, she went through treatment for, I guess, two, three years or so. And I guess just seeing her kind of, you know, nearly die before my eyes, before she got well enough. I think that was also a motivator to kind of take, take life by the reins, I guess, and kind of take control. And I know that there's not many things in life you have control of. And I think like, and that's what I hold precious to me is um, I'm a bit of a control freak, but, um, <laughs> and this is why you'll see is that, you know, like I just, this is one thing I can control in my life. I can control the things I do and the things I say and, you know, working out to me is precious now. It's, it's, it's for as much as physical reasons, but as mental reasons that makes me feel good physically and mentally. So I just keep doing it and I, I just love it now. Yeah. And so many, so many really interesting points you made. Firstly, finding a safe space, finding somewhere where you felt good and that, and I think it's important to say that that isn't always the gym for somebody. It could be, you know, it could be walking in nature. It could be whatever it is, but typically that, that motion and that activity and the, the endorphins and the hormones, and, and sometimes it's the environments that could be outdoors. It could be in the gym, whatever it might be is it's very, um, can be very soothing for a lot of people. And I think this is something we just miss as a, as a population. And I think if many, you know, we're, you know, there's such a big percentage of the population that aren't being active in some capacity and aren't hitting the basic guidelines, you know, 150 minutes a week, 20 minutes a day, people aren't hitting that. And I think if we looked and focused more on things like the safe space, the feeling good, that, that motion and how it helps us process things and helps us think. And I think we would move towards more people being active as opposed to sometimes what's publicized around health and fitness world. So I think that's really important. And I think that links a little bit else to something else I wrote down, which is key is it, you know, and your, your story is, there's a lot of grief in your story you know, losing your dad, you know, had your, you know, your mum bringing you up and then your mum being sick. And as you said, watching that and how much of that journey through that early stage of fitness was, I guess, a coping mechanism for mental health as absolutely. well. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, and, that, and that's huge. And that's all kind of linked. Right. And we, we, we look at health. I think we look at, we look at the world of fitness as a very aesthetic you know, in its marketing, in the way it's, you know, and everything. And we're all, even as fitness coaches, we're guilty of that. However, if we looked at it from a holistic health and a very macro level when it comes to health, I just think we'd be more successful as an industry. And I think there's so many so many parts of that as well. Like it's a, you know, it's an ecosystem, right, of, of components that, that support that mental health being one of them. So I think that was just so important. Now, I guess moving from, from there and, you know, that journey, and I think that, I mean, to be quite honest, that takeaway there, we could probably end it now and it would be impactful for a lot of people. However, we're not, because i got lots of questions. Um, so obviously going into the gym, starting to feel where you were now, how was the, you know, you were there and you were doing it and it was supporting your mental health and you felt good. How did you feel from a, a confidence standpoint? Like you'd stepped into the gym for the first time. You obviously were coping with some stuff, you know, you know, some grief and some, some mental stuff, like you mentioned depression. How did you feel confident? Did you feel like you knew what you were doing? Could you step in confidently and use the gym? Did you get some support? Did you get some help? And how did that kind of play out? I think it can be intimidating as fuck for anybody <laughs> step in the gym. 
um, myself included, you know, that's, that's half the battle is, you know, taking that first step. Um, and also too, like I asking for help, you know, if you don't know how to use something that takes a lot of courage too. Um, but I, when I first joined, I guess the gym, when I was in a, t- a teenager, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um, I didn't do any, uh, group classes. I would just do my own thing. Um, I didn't do group classes because I didn't feel confident enough to do them. I, I'm very clumsy by nature. So I always felt like I would look like a jackass in front of people. Um, and of course, like over the years and maturity and, uh, you know, growth, you know, I've just learned to kind of uh, who gives a shit. Right. Um, but you know, it can be very intimidating going into the gym and I think, you know, it, it made me feel good. And I just kind of adopted the attitude of, you know, doesn't matter what anyone else says, you know, do what you do. It makes you feel good. Cool. And I think that's what I liked about it. And I think the key thing is for anybody is finding the things that you enjoy doing. That may not necessarily mean going to a gym, like you said before, you know, going for a walk in nature or going for a bike ride or, taking your dogs for a walk or, you know, things like that. You have to find things that you enjoy doing because going to a gym is not for everyone and that's okay. Yeah. So such an important point and you you'll hear me ramble on about this on any podcast social media basically wherever i have a platform to speak and no one can censor me um one thing that drives me nuts is the best anything for anybody it just i can't handle it because it's so much of it out there in the world and so much misguided information because someone's someone's workout that you do isn't necessarily good for everybody and if anything it can have a more detrimental effect than a positive effect because you've got to find what's right for you and and let's be honest you could do the perfect fitness program i could write i could think i could write a pretty stand out workout program for anybody however that amazing program is not better than a poor a poorly designed program that someone's actually doing even if i give them a program they don't do it they're not getting anything from it. So sometimes you've got to, yes, the safety involved. Yes, there's, you know, science behind the workouts and everything else that comes. But at the same time, you just need to be doing it. And sometimes you don't have to be doing it perfectly. You need to be moving. And, you know, in somebody doing a movement not 100% correctly is probably less detrimental than them sitting on the couch all day. Yeah. I said sure. it. Feel free to argue with me. Anyone that's listening, I don't really care. It's my show. Do what I want. Um, but that's the truth of it. Like it, that, that, and it has to be like that. And yes, we can dial down and be very specific with our coaching. But you know, exactly to your point, you you, you got to find what you do, and you just got to sometimes not really care what anyone thinks as well. Yeah. So so important. So how did how did the the clumsy self quoted clumsy person that didn't want to look like a dork in front of everybody? end up uh, and i'll say i'm very very privileged to have met you in this environment how did you end up in a group fitness class um how did that happen (laughs) i honestly don't know i don't remember my first class i went to i don't know if somebody dragged me to a class don't get me wrong i would always do yoga classes and that's that's not what i can when i say group classes I'm, i'm saying like you know um you know, hit classes or, uh, you know, classes with weights or barbells and stuff like that. Um, I don't know what gave me the oomph to go, but I did. And I'm glad I did. Um, you know, I, I'm still uncoordinated to this day. I try my best. 
I actually really, the one thing I really like about gyms and one thing I don't have at home is, and that I miss about gyms is the mirror. Not for the vanity aspect, but for actually watching form. I'm big on watching form. Um, that's something I miss about the gyms. But um, no, I, I, I mean, I love the classes and that's something I really miss with the pandemic, um, you know, not doing classes. And that's one thing I thought that, you know, what, what am I going to do when it first hit? And, um, you know, I still participated in virtual stuff, but it's not the same, but you know, that's one thing I'm, I'm grateful for is the community that we, we have and that I join every day, you know, we're all in our own living rooms and basements, or some of us are even outside and we're all working out together, grunting and groaning. And, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun, you know, sometimes commiserating with each other and it's just fun, like, you know, it's, it's just fun being with others. And I feel like I connect with most with a lot of like-minded people that, you know, do these classes or go to the gym and um, I just really enjoy them. And you know what, huh? if I look, I, I look like a tool. Well, that's, that's fine with me. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> At least I'm trying. I mean, like there's some things that I still like, I'm really like cautious about doing. Um, like for instance, uh, I'll call them like a lot of like the boppy classes. Um, I don't feel very coordinated and sometimes like the left, the right and all this and that. And like, you should mimic them. No, you shouldn't. And I just feel like I'm about to hurt myself. So those ones are like, eh, I'll just, I'll just kind of watch. That's cool. Um, but I'm, I'm way more brave now at joining a class than I ever was. And that only occurred maybe in my 30, well, Maybe like late twenties, I started doing the classes, and I just haven't looked back since then. Well, uh, we probably won't catch you in any Zumba classes anytime soon, um, and that's fine. No. Uh, no. But again, to my point, <laughs> you got to do what you like doing. So important, um, and if you love doing that, I'm all for that. And just, I guess, a little bit of a sidebar, and then I'll come back on point here. Is I've spent twenty plus years in the in the fitness industry, coaching, working with many many other professionals, and this is always a big thing that I tried to educate my peers on, was that when you looked into the group fitness studio, it's a very different service you offer than you offer as a personal trainer, and the understanding that those those people's the people in that room that maybe aren't doing the best depth squat or haven't got the tidiest technique on a, a, a burpee or whatever it might be, their alternative is nothing for where they're at right now. And this was a whole thing that I, you know, really committed myself to educating people and saying, hey, yeah, you know, what? it's not perfect, but that's where you come in, where that person does need a little bit more help. If you're connected to them being there and why they're there, that gives you a chance to help that person further with something that's a bit more specific. So that's just a really important thing that, again, something that winds me up that I needed to say. So I just use this platform to, you know, spout all my rhetoric about fitness. Um, to get back to that, to back to group fitness, it's, it is a it is a place to kind of just go in and, and let go and switch off and and focus on you know focus and commit but with other like-minded people and i think you put it really politely when you said you know you, there's other people there i think what you were alluding to is that it's nice to suffer together um <laughs> and not alone <laughs> which is funny because liz was on recently on the show and she said exactly the same thing i like to suffer with other people um <laughs> to go through that together but it's so true right and not only does it do that but if you're anything like and, and i've seen you work out i've had the pleasure of you in a live class and also you know online is 
I, I see the way you train and I see the way you push yourself and no doubt you are pushed pretty hard by the people around you, whether that be me coaching you or the other people around you that maybe are going a little bit quicker, squatting a little bit lower or whatever it is. So I'm just making an assumption there, but I'm going to assume that's fairly accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the with the world of groups, we obviously touched on that and what I'd love to kind of lean on a little bit now is how the how the continuation of your journey and the the motivation the, the, to keep coming in on the shitty days and you know keep getting those workouts in etc how much was that driven by the environment of group so you know whether that be group like you mentioned it online you mentioned it with the you know in, in live live classes how much does that flip your mindset to know that there's other people there in the community people you know or even people you don't know because you could be standing next to someone in class that you don't know and um, we're very fortunate to have a tight-knit community where you do know most people how does that affect you how does that affect your motivation your discipline to get there to work harder when you're there and you know how big your impact i guess you can't really put a percentage on it but yeah talk to that a little bit i uh, well i guess i really look forward to seeing everyone in the workouts, um, you know, often you spotlight yourself and I usually, I click the screen and I want to like kind of watch everyone else as well. Cause sometimes misery loves company. Right. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think like wh whether it's in the virtual environment or, or in the actual real world, um, you know, I think it's important to, I mean, the community is everything, I guess. Like, and again, you have to find what it is that you like and, you know, kind of run with it. And with this fitness community, it's just, you know, there's days I wake up and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not really feeling it. Or, and then I'm like, well, you know, I'm up and, you know, like other people are going to be signing in too. So, and I'm might as well just, you know, get myself like dressed and just do it and I'll feel better afterwards. And it's just, it's, it's nice that I'm not doing something alone too. Um, like before, like I could do like virtual workouts, you know, on social media or yeah, social media. And, you know, it's just me and I'm listening to somebody and that's great and everything, but it's not the same. I mean, working out in a group as a community virtually is almost just as good as in person, not quite, but almost. And I mean, I'll take that because I honestly, I don't talk to many people. I haven't talked to many people in the last year and a half. Conversation is very awkward these days. And, you know, it's just nice to kind of like, you know, banter or make faces at other people or just seeing them kind of like, you know, give you a, a nasty look or have a comment for you. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's really nice. I really enjoy it. And, um, I think I think I, I congratulate you and Nikki both for what you guys have done in a short period of time. Um, it, it's it's so awesome to see everybody and how much everyone's enjoying everything. So I applaud you both. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate it. I just think it's important to acknowledge praise, um, although it feels awkward. Um, I'm super good at accepting compliments, um, but yeah, uh, truly a thank thank you for for mentioning that. And, you know, it's kind of funny that sometimes you are, you know, sometimes I, I have to sit and remember. And when I try and sit and just kind of reflect sometimes is that I'm the I'm the next person outside of a lot of people's households that they probably speak to the most is, is me after like their partner and their kids or whoever or their animals. Um, 
and we know about your animals because they're always running around being cute and sticking their butt on the screen. One's um, right here. <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm coaching. Um, but yeah, and, and somebody who said that, they're like, oh, wow, I don't, you know, I get to seeing you and listening to you and speaking to you and connecting with you on a screen is, is, is the most interaction I get. So um, yeah, I have to remember that and be grateful for that, right? And understand that that's a position of privilege for, for us as coaches. And, you know, and that, that helps me wake up and give everything I've got every time I coach a session to, to understand that and remember that. So it's always good to hear. And it's so interesting that you mentioned about being kind of kind of introverted and independent and, and liking kind of your own company, but then you're drawn to this world where it's all about connecting with others. So I think even when, and I would say I'm very similar, although I picked an interesting career to do, I'd stand in front of people all day, but it, it's the same. Like I have that. I like my own time. I like Nikki always laughs at me because I'm down here right now in the basement and the studio is right behind me. And I kind of live down here. Like I'm coaching or I'm at my desk and I like it. And she's like, don't you get bored down there on your own? She's like, you can come and sit upstairs if you like. I'm like, no, thanks. I'm like, A, you talk to yourself and it drives me crazy. And B, <laughs> it's so nice down here. I'm just like on my own in my little corner doing my thing. I like that solitude of it. I like the solitude of just going through it, which is why I think I just warm so quickly to building a business because it is a lot of just sitting on your own, plowing through tasks that need to be done to be able to get to that finished product, if you like. So yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting that we are quite quite connected in that as well. So I think we kind of jumped through the story a little bit there, but I think that was very, very powerful. Um, you know, and I love that we were able to connect in person and kind of keep that keep that connection and obviously continue that. And I know that you um, you jumped back into the kind of world of fitness and training online kind of early this year, if I remember. Uh, so we're 2021. How was that? Because I know you'd come through some, um, through kind of obviously the pandemic and not working out in the gym. Then you'd had some health problems that you'd mentioned and then you kind of came back in. What was it like kind of regaining that fitness I don't know if regaining the fitness is the right description, but kind of coming back into that world of regular kind of higher intense exercise off the back of, you know, some health issues and also not working out in the gym because of the pandemic, however, you've been active. What was that experience like? Was it was it like the intimidating kind of, you know, were you a little bit intimidated or scared to walk into that? Or did you feel quite confident coming back in after that? Uh, no, I think I felt confident. It wasn't I didn't feel, you know, intimidated or scared or anything like that. I mean, scared, I felt that I would maybe hurt myself, um, you know, because I had surgery in October and I could not do much more than lay around on the couch and bubble around my condo for a week. And I thought it was very sobering, actually, because I thought I would be Eh, you know, it's fine. You know, I'll be fine. It's, it's, you know, minor, but major surgery at the same time. Cause they went up through the, the femoral artery and, um, you know, that, that hurt a lot. Like, you know, I had a hematoma as well. So, you know, I really didn't start working out again until maybe four to six weeks. And at that point, you know, I, I would do a yoga class and it was, it was exhausting. Um, but I mean, the body doesn't forget either. So it didn't take long for me to kind of get back into my groove and start doing the things that I was doing pre-surgery. But, you know, like, like I said, I had surgery in October and I didn't really come back to doing things like I had previously until I'd say probably January. And even still, like I was doing a lot 
I think in the beginning I was doing a lot of walking and it was, I overdid it actually in the first week because I was thinking, you know, the more I walk, the better. And, you know, I'd wake up every day and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing, I'm doing too much. And so it was actually kind of a nice little pause to kind of take a forced breather, you know, and get well. Um, but I was eager and excited to kind of come back and start resuming my, my usuals, I guess you could say. And, you know, since January, um, you know, I'm doing stuff every day, sometimes multiple times a day, sign up for a Spartan later this year. Um, so yeah, all's good now. Everything's good. Great. It's so good to hear that because, you know, we, there's, and the why I asked that is that we all experience, like you kind of mentioned already, which was a very, uh, very poignant point earlier on in the episode that we don't control very much in our lives. I think we can control you know, our, our reactions and our judgments. And uh, beyond that, there's not a lot else we control in the world, the internal stuff. And things come up, right? Things happen and we have setbacks and how we step back in from those setbacks, I think is vitally important to our resilience and remembering that all the work you've done prior to that and you step back in with not a lot of noticeable um, regression from from what I'd seen, like I'd seen you working out, I'd had the pleasure of you in my sessions before, and then kind of coming back in and not really noticing that. And I think that just that confidence that you build. And I guess my my point is that we have to go through this journey through fitness and wellness and whatever it is that you're going through, really, and you build that resilience, and then you can step back in even after a setback, setbacks are going to happen but you're going to be yeah. able to manage them. You know, they might be health related. Like you said, they could be really uncomfortable. It could be painful. You wouldn't, you know, like you said, you were out out for a you know a period of time without being able to do anything. And I think that happens to everybody, either through an injury or health problems or just through through falling off the, off the wagon, so to speak. Um, and, you know, people need to get back into that. And it's important to know that we that happens to all of us, especially the last 18 months. Yeah. And we can step back into it. We don't go back to square one when those things happen. Right. We, we go back a couple of steps and then we just step back in and, and understanding, yes, be cautious, 100%, um, but we can get back into to what we're doing and having that supportive community, that group, someone you trust there to, to talk you through and coach you through stuff and make sure that you're doing things in the, the right way and in the right direction is, is obviously vitally important. So I'm so happy that you you came and you you found me and we you know we started to work together because that has led us to this amazing place and you being on the show, which is awesome. So I'm very happy Hello. about that's so many wonderful people too. I mean, even, even um, you know, not just your classes, but Nikki's classes, you you guys all have such a diverse, um, I guess, group of members, you know, so it, it's, it's nice. And it's, it's actually been kind of pretty cool to make friends with some of the, the people or some of the members that you guys have. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fun actually meeting some of them at the Spartan in October. Uh, you know, putting, meeting people in the flesh and putting faces to names and behind, you know, text messages and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and I have to say like, you know, it's, it's hard making friends, I think, as adults. So um, awkward, I, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, and that, that's the thing, like I found kind of intimidating, I guess, first going into like classes when I first started going to the group classes was that. You know, it can be really intimidating trying to talk to people and kind of make buddy-buddy with them and kind of get on the end with them. And, you know, um, but I think like actually with this virtual environment, that's actually taken that away completely because, you know, we all see each other on the screen and we say our hellos and we've kind of 
slowly all kind of gotten to know each other in one way or another over, you know, the last, what is it, seven months now. And, um, you know, it's, you have, you have some wonderful friends. So I'm really grateful again, back to the community. I'm really grateful for the community. It's, it's been, um, it's been nice because it's been a lonely 16 months with, you know, basically just talking to my husband, my mom, my aunt, my stepdad, and my coworkers. So <laughs> it's nice. Oh, I hear you. I, I, I have all those people. I don't even have any coworkers anymore. I just, like I said, sit in the basement on my own to talk to myself. Um, so, yes, I appreciate it as well because I'm like, this is my social time here. They're like, why are you in such a good mood? I'm like, because this is the most people I've seen all day. It's awesome. Just going to talk to everyone or make you listen to me, which is typically what I do. Um, so I wanted to, so I got a few, a few kind of questions about current day coming up. But one thing I want to go back to that I didn't touch on. And I think this is really important. You'd mentioned that the you'd become braver and you'd taken risks and you'd done, um, you know, things that maybe, you know, people around you hadn't done or, you know, and I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to, but I'm going to hope that we find out what what it makes me think is there is a big correlation between our um, increases in I'm going to call it fitness, but whatever you refer to it as is as we go through that journey and we start to expose ourselves to different types of fitness and we find things that we enjoy and we get fitter is that it also progresses us from a mindset standpoint. And I'd love to hear if you think if you agree with that and how that how those things go parallel and lead us to make brave choices in life, whether they be fitness health related or and I mean, I'd love to find out what they were, or are they other choices that you've made, brave choices in life outside of health and fitness, and has it contributed to them? I think there's a couple of things I can say to that. Um, being braver, I just think you know that comes just from my own perspective. I think just from age and maturity and growth. You know, I just you know I don't care what anyone says or thinks anymore, and I just I just do what makes me happy, and so. You know, when I say things like, you know, I'm doing a lot of things that a lot of my friends won't, don't do in that, you know, I feel like a lot of the times in life, some, you know, people get busy, people have children, um, you know, they have family members they take care of. Um, but I feel like a lot of people get complacent and a lot of the times lazy too. So... I don't know where I was going with that. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like, and I feel like I, I've, I don't know. I guess I've had a, a life full of experience and trauma and just a lot of life experiences that, you know, like I just, I, I just want to try to do more things and live more and be more and, you know, um, and I just think that involves me taking a lot of risks and just enjoying the things that I'm doing and, you know, and running with it, you know, like things like I, I was saying to my friend the other day, I, I asked her if she wanted to go skydiving and we're going to make a plan to go skydiving next year. And sure, that scares the shit out of me. Um, but at the same time, like, I think that that's so cool. Thank Jesus. I'm not going on my own and I'm going to be with crap somebody's belly because you know pull what cord um but you know things like that like i just i don't know i just i feel like i'm just being more adventurous and being more 
taking more risks as I get older, just because I don't know, I can, and I want to, and I see a lot of growth in those experiences. Yeah. I, uh, I bought Nikki a skydive for her birthday one year. Um, I'm still not quite sure how she felt about it. Um, she didn't go. No, she did. She went oh. full full in, jumped out of a plane with like it was a. I think it was about twelve hours notice. Um, like literally the day before, I was like, "Oh, by the way, we're going skydiving tomorrow." Um, yeah, so pretty, uh, pretty awesome. And we were very lucky to uh, jump out above the uh, the the Lake of Bays in New Zealand and um, be able to see that from whatever it was, twelve thousand foot. I think it twelve thousand feet. I think it was something like that, and be able to see all that stuff. And yeah, it was. Uh, a pretty uh pretty amazing experience so definitely do it everyone out there even if you're scared of heights uh i was a little cautious of i've been a very a bit cautious around heights i was until that day now i'm not bothered one bit so uh, it definitely is a good uh i don't know if there's any psychologists listening that will say it's a very bad way to deal with your fears however it seemed to work for me so uh just uh yeah not professional advice but just a little uh, personal experience it was uh <laughs> It was good fun, and we'll 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 ask Nikki uh, next time you're on a session. You can ask her how she felt about that gift. It'll be a fun we'll conversation starter. Uh, <laughs> I love your perspective on that, and there is so much growth in 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 those decisions we make. And it could be, you know, I'm going to leverage this a little bit towards the the business, but when you make a brave choice to jump into something and so many times people have done that, that didn't really know what it was about or came on board and joined the Academy and weren't so sure and didn't want to be on camera and maybe weren't, you know, didn't want to be around a group. And it, it, there's the growth in that, right? It's not just, and I'm not talking about growth of people's muscles or their heart, <laughs> although that happens too, hopefully um, is there's this growth in them, right? Being out there. And I get so many messages about those sorts of things. So it is empowerful. And it doesn't mean we're the only place that's doing that because we we're not there's many places live and online however it is part of you know it is part of the community and we get to grow and we get to you know go on those journeys as a collective and i'm talking about that with me as well like i you know just because i'm coaching sessions doesn't mean i'm the finished article by a long shot so there's all those growth opportunities and and starting an academy and you know throwing you know our, our life into it is part of that growth right so like i said we all get to go along those journeys together in some capacity so I love your I love your perspective on that, and I didn't expect anything else because I've had the pleasure of having conversations with you and kind of seeing your mindset to things. But it was great to hear it. So now I guess I want to talk a little bit about uh, kind of just move into the what what you find, and I think we've touched on it a little bit. But what you know in the last six weeks, what have you found different in your you know your fitness your health and well-being you know being an academy member taking sessions seeing what we have to offer how has that impacted you just over the last six weeks obviously there's a big journey behind that which is great that we heard that now i'd love you just to touch briefly on you know how you're finding it what you love about it and and what how it's maybe impacted you well one thing for sure i can say is that no two classes are the same ever um the time Usually the classes that I go to are perfect. And I also like the the, the, the the timing that you offer as well, which is great. You have a variety of classes, which is really great. Um, I don't think there's, the only classes I haven't been to are the um, spinning. Maybe that's it because I don't have a spin. Um, but I honestly, these are, these are classes that I would go to in person. Um, 
so I mean, they're right up my alley and, you know, they're challenging. There's days that I wake up where, you know, or not even date, well, days. Yes. I'm hurting for days. You know, I'll do a, for instance, like tomorrow, tomorrow's a strength class. Oftentimes I'm, I'm still hurting by Friday and, you know, I wake up in the morning and I'll be like, ah, you know, I could cancel this, but you know, like, nope, nope. Lynn's just do it. Just do it. Just get it over with. You'll be happy once it's done and be done with it. Um, but no, I just, I like the selection. And as you can see, like pretty much I'm signing up for classes the second that they open up, um, haven't signed up for anything next week because I'm actually going away for six days and there's no, so there's no internet, there's no cell, um, no electricity, well, no hydro. So I'm completely off the grid. So all these little post-it notes that I've been writing down, you know, uh, sets and amrams and imams in the mornings which not for those purposes but i write them down because i don't i don't want to forget and have to ask you and unmute myself all the time like what was that move again i wrote them down so now it's great i have a pile of these sticky notes that i can take away with me next week so that i don't feel like i'm going to be a bump on a log even though i'm sure i could probably sit on my ass for a week and it would be okay but that's not me so you know i'll be doing these little workouts every day. So thank you for, thank you. Thank you for those. <laughs> but um, no, I, the last six weeks have been awesome. I think I've done like up to date, like third, I want to say 38, 39, something like that. Um, so clearly I like them. Um, and, you know, you see me in class and thank God for mute um, because I, you know, the huffing and puffing that I'm doing, or sometimes I'm talking to myself and not saying such nice things. Um, I, I have to admit, I've been pretty good. I've only flashed you the middle finger maybe a handful of times. So that's pretty good. Um, Probably less than I, I deserved. <laughs> and again, good thing that you that I'm on mute for your purposes, because it's different that when we used to be in class, you know, with me physically being there, you don't have the opportunity to to, to shut me up. Like I'm, I'm there squawking, right? So, you know, it's a win-win situation where I don't, I'm not huffing and puffing and, you know, you also have the option to mute me at times too. But uh, no, the last six weeks has been fun and I have to say, I'm going to miss you all next week, but um, I can't wait to come back and, you know, of course, finish up this week with probably a handful of classes, maybe a couple of days of double headers, you know, you know me, can't get enough of you guys. <laughs> Either well, that or I'm a button for punishment or both. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? We kind of built the schedule around that, right? Like it's it's variety for different things for different people, but it's also variety to give you balance, right? So if you are in the ones and twos a day and you're fitting in those smaller workouts in, like, you know, we promote this that 15 to 60 minute sessions with a you know a real a real holistic approach so it's not just the one the one type of thing and i know you mentioned that when we when we chatted and you know you kind of passed on some notes that you know when you get when sometimes you really focus in on one type of training it isn't always as effective because we're just doing the same thing so it might be too much impact or too much flexibility work and there's not the balance whereas you're really getting that balance from all your sessions and i think that's important to say because not everyone's doing two a day not everyone's doing you know but some people are doing too much of the same thing so you're really getting that diversity in your workouts which is so important to our overall health and well-being so appreciate you sharing that um look i just want to thank you uh for 
coming on, sharing your story, being brave, being open um, to a, to a, you know an authentic conversation because I really appreciate those. Um, it's really important to me, and I love to hear that kind of journey. You know, like like I've been saying while we've been promoting the show, and for everyone listening, would have heard this. These are really our long format testimonials think about those snippets of before and after shots that you see on social media we're we're going for the long format version we really want to hear the story behind it the transformation and how that's kind of ended you up with the knock academy and how that's continuing with your fitness journey so really appreciate you being also appreciate your effort your commitment always have even in live classes i someone that i'm a bit of a switch off and focus and stay in my zone and dig in and you're very similar when you work out and i really appreciate that personally as well so um we're going to finish with the final question for all of our academy members that come on the show which is what is your favorite exercise or if there's not a specific exercise what is your favorite type of workout funny you should say that because i used to hate cardio and hit is cardio based so i i, I love hit yeah i lo- lo- love hate it put it that way I, things like burpees love hate uh you know jump squats hate love you know things like that i think i'd have to say probably hit classes for sure or like metabolic conditioning type classes for sure stuff that it. gets my my heart rate jacked to uh 170 180 love it well that was good because liz was on uh you know for everyone tuning in a couple of go back to episode two where academy member liz was on uh she had heavy deadlifts as her choice so we've got some good some good either ends of the spectrum there which i love um but i'm definitely for those ones that i hate to do but get my heart rate up super high too so yeah i'm in the uh, i'm in the same camp with you uh look thank you so much for coming on um we thank really appreciate it you're very welcome and you know let's uh let's get you uh get you chilling out and winding down a little bit on your vacation and then back to your workouts i really appreciate it uh hand over to you for any final thoughts anything else you'd like to share before we sign off i just wish uh both you and nikki all the best and thank you for everything that you do for me for uh, my fellow friends and um, i look forward to uh any new folks that want to take the plunge and join in on the fun yeah do it all right everyone thanks for listening that is the end of today's show uh please if you've got something impactful from the episode share this with someone that you love you know let them experience this journey this story if you like what you heard you want to find out more just head over to the show notes you can join our facebook group it's right at the very top of the show notes in that facebook group we're taking requests for guests and topics and just digging in and building our greater community outside of the actual academy we're trying to build another community that's supported um, within the knock academy so please go check that out you'll also find all the other links in there if you're interested in coming and jumping into a seven day trial you'll find the link you'll come and find out what we're all about and you'll get to meet Lindsay on a workout because she's there on most of them um have an awesome rest of your day <laughs> evening wherever you whatever you're listening today whatever time of day it is enjoy it and we will catch you on the next episode thank you so much for tuning in and remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode if you enjoyed the show share it with at least one person and please consider leaving us a five-star review on apple it really helps us reach more people Come join our community by heading over to our website or finding us on social media. All links are in the show notes. And remember, the world of fitness is 10% facts and 90% opinion.